Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Arcanum Obscura. I'm your, one of your hosts, Nathaniel. And I am Chris, and hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing, Chris? All right, the rain would stop it be better. It would be a lot better. This so rain... We've been trying to record for hours now, and the rain <laughs> keeps starting. I got here at of the hurricane. 12.30. It is now 5.40. Yeah. Well, that the hurricane keeps shooting little, like little tiny bursts of storms right off. Like little. It's been raining on and off, and it's been stopping for like twenty minutes, and then we get really excited, and then we start to hear it come back. And we're like, "Please, just stop!" Yep. But you did get to see some of that great movie. So. Yes, it is true. In the um, while we were waiting, Chris decided to show me a movie because it's amazing. It is a good. movie. We should talk about it on the other podcast. Yeah, well, we've mentioned the movie, so yeah, we, we can, can get the name at least. Now. Yeah, we can definitely but name Check out movie. Cannibal the Musical. It sounds terrible. It is terrible. That's what's great about great. it. It's great. It's definitely a B-movie, but it's one of those great B-movies. Like, they're intentionally bad. Yeah. Well, this yeah, this was done by the guys who did South Park. Yeah. Um, well, perhaps we should actually get on to the main portion of what we're here for. Alrighty, so this is going to be a multi-part podcast. So yes. Part one will be today. Part one will be today. Don't even know how many parts it's going to be. It, there's a lot to cover. So I don't know if... So I was thinking about this. I don't know if you wanted to break them up into multiple parts and then not have them back to back to back to back. No, I think we should go back to back to back. You think we should go back to back to back Because like, if I'm listening to a podcast, if I don't get the next part soon, I go nuts. Yeah, and it's either you're going to go nuts or you're going to be like, oh, shit, I forgot they even did that. I don't care yeah. anymore. So we'll just go back to back to what done. Sure. We <laughs> can definitely do that. And this is going to be a joint one. Yes. This um, one is probably today is going to be a lot more me because we didn't get to a part where you can jump in yet. No. Because we figured out a weird way of splitting it up. It's just too much stuff. There's a lot of stuff. Um, do you want to tell them what we're going to be covering or the reason why we're going to be covering it? Um, Actually... How I'll about just this? Get into it. How about this? Just briefly, so we can kind of get a, a, a understanding for everybody what we're going to be covering. I kind of cover it in the stuff I wrote. Why we're covering it? Oh, you okay? So it's a. It's already, if that's the yeah. case, then let's dive into it. Okay. So I think we mentioned these guys before too. We have. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about the Smurl family, and autocorrect made it Smurfs apparently. My my auto. I kept trying to look up stuff on the interwebs, trying to surf the net, as people, all the cool kids say. Um, it kept all auto-correcting yeah. the Smurfs yeah, as you, well. You can only find this stuff on the dark web. Yeah, <laughs> that's what my issue was. was I was only going to the top layer of the web. I needed to go to And the... I would say probably don't search for Smurf on the dark web, because you'll get some probably weird stuff. Probably. <laughs> Smurf, Smurf is also a term used for fake accounts. Is it? Yes. I know that. <laughs> Okay, so when I was a wee little lad, I caught a made-for-TV movie about a family, about this family, I should say, and the movie actually came out in 1991, and this actually caused a kind of hilarious discussion between me and you. What? The movie coming out in 1991? When I was like going like 90 down the interstate and you were messaging me but i couldn't reply yes. to <laughs> yeah so i was replying to what he was saying like three messages later and he's like debating with me that this is indeed a movie i'm like i'm trying to tell you that yes i was I'm like going oh, did you know that they made a movie and like it, you were like no 
I'm like, what do you mean no? This is an actual movie. Like, why yeah. are you saying no? This wasn't me asking. It was me telling you. You said they made two movies. They did. I said, no, actually, I was trying to say no. Actually, one was... I forget how I was wording it. You said I was agreeing with you. Yeah, one, you said no. One was uh, a... Made for TV. Made for TV. I was like, but that's still a movie. Yeah, but it came out after... I was actually trying to agree with you, and it's very right in the beginning, but it just kept going. <laughs> and you were typing so much faster because I'm going ninety. I'm trying to pay attention. I'm to in the road. a bookstore at this point, going and like kind of like, what are you on about? It is a movie. What you and going, like the what? baristas were looking at me, where I'm like, my fucking coworkers, idiot. <laughs> when you're going like ninety and you take your road off, the eyes off the road for more than a second or two, it's kind of dangerous. Yeah, yeah. So as soon I was as actually ninety five. As soon as you said you were like, I'm driving, I'm like, oh shit. Like, why'd you reply to me then? Well, I reply when I'm driving. That's why I told you how fast I was going. Because it was Don't actually reply like, to me while you're driving. I always talk while I'm driving. Jesus, that's dangerous. I live for danger. I live for danger. I'm a rebel, Daddy. <laughs> a loner. Do you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Don't worry. Okay, I probably said it wrong anyway. Probably. I think I, sw- I always switch the words. Okay, so let's get back to this. <laughs> <laughs> Three words in, and we're derailed already. Yep. So you know, the movie came out in '91. It was made for TV, and many years later, probably close to 10, 15 years later, Ooh. I was talking to my friend about this, mm-hmm. and I told him about the story, and I was recounting it to him, and he mentioned that his mother had a book that sounded similar. So I borrowed the book, and the book is titled Haunted, One Family's Nightmare by Robert Curran. And... To my surprise, it was the exact same story. <laughs> yes. So it is also the exact same name. The movie. Yes, the movie. Was, was I called... couldn't remember the title of the movie. Oh, I see. Yes. Um. Well, I was looking everything up. Uh, yeah. The book, the movie, and the book had the same exact name. So several years later, more several years, <laughs> several years old. X two. So we started working together. I hunted down the book. Then when we were working together, I told you you had to read the book. Yes. I remember this. I kind of like forced you to read it. This was actually like one of the. It was right before you left for vacation. Yeah. I'm like, you gotta give me the. Finish that book before you go. That's right. It's hard to find. That was kind of like one of the things. I was like, it was that and that one time when we saw a movie together where I was like, oh my God, we're not just co workers anymore. We're actually kind of friends now. Not the making out or anything? Just ah, seeing You don't make out with your co workers? Not the You and Vinny don't. Oh, no. hell no. <laughs> No. You're Ginger Bear. And Henry. And oh, <laughs> oh. Why Henry though? Like Ginger Bear. You leave my sweet Ginger Bear out of this. That's how you gave me a Valentine's Day present. <laughs> I gave him one, something I found on the side of the road. I put it on his desk. And I came back one day. I think I was sick for like a week or something. I came back and it was like a little weighted thing with a stem and like a sequined heart. <laughs> and you left a note that said, I miss you, sweetie, or something like that. It's still on my desk. Uh, You're the reason that whole joke started. What, the ginger bear? Yeah, did I ever tell you the, re- the origins of that? I don't think so. Can we give a little bit of clarification real quick about who the ginger bear is? The ginger bear was one a of our co-worker co-workers. Red hair. Yes, who was a ginger. Yes. Uh, and he's... He's like the most honest guy. He's can a, be completely open with him. He's cool as hell. He is like... One of the ones you can trust there. Exactly. Yeah. Like the dad figure of MSTU. In even the though sense, he's younger. <laughs> even, yeah, he's one of the youngest people there. 
and he is the epitome of a ginger bear. <laughs> yeah. He's got a big beard and everything. He's got a beard. Yeah. He's so, so, all over. So you, you never knew the origins. Holy cow. Yeah, so I had no when idea. we were leaving work, you would always say goodnight to me, which was also part of the whole gay start of the story. Yes. And never to anybody else. I so Joseph would say goodnight to you, but you would ignore him. No, it's not true. Yes, you did. No. He tried it one time. He said goodnight to you, and you totally ignored him. So he started saying goodnight, love you to me when I was leaving. I didn't. I didn't realize he said goodnight. That's, that's what the whole thing. Started. I say goodnight to everybody if they said goodnight to me. But you would say it to me before I said anything. So. Yeah, but you were right next to me. That was the thing. It was like we would. Uh, I would be getting in my car. You'd be getting in your car. I'd be like goodnight, Chris. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, that's that's how it all started. Joseph's always like the others other way from me, so like I never actually said goodbye to him because by that point we were already out of the gate and gone. But that also secured your gayness at work. <laughs> the what the good night? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's why they thought you actually were gay and I me <laughs> calling you gay all the time. That's my favorite thing. We should probably clarify that we, I think we have that we have nothing against Gay. gay people no no, no <laughs> i mean no. my daughter is gay yes i'm um, fully supportive my favorite thing is like the ongoing conspiracy type thing that i am indeed gay which makes absolutely no sense well i, I, mean, I suppose <laughs> what do you mean you suppose okay we gotta get to the story <laughs> go on so yeah i let you borrow the book and i remember you said you like really liked it yes so i figured it's inevitable we're gonna cover this we have to we both love the story yes it's a great story it's very well known too yeah but two movies a book uh well that's the weird thing it's like well known but not well known yeah i think it's more well known because the warrens have become so worldly known now because they have like eight movies all the annabelles (laughs) all the conjurings Uh, they're all part of i guess they call it the anime the annabelles no 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 there's another there's the annabelle one and there's also the amity Amityville. Amityville horror yeah, like series. Amityville. That's Amityville. I can't say the word for some reason. You know they changed their house. The um, I had a no the Amityville house. Oh. I had a friend that went to college in New York City, and that's where Amityville is. Mm-hmm. And she knew where the house was. It was like two miles from her apartment. Oh, shit. And she was gonna go take a picture for me, but then I found out that they actually took out the iconic windows because they got sick of people taking pictures of their house <laughs> so there was new people that lived there but people were constantly coming yeah, out yeah, and looking yeah. in the windows yeah. and you know it's a different family leave them alone but the story is fairly well known and has been debated on the validity of it multiple times this one yes i didn't know it's been even debated and oh. this is pretty i think this is pretty set there's, in stone there's a large <laughs> group of people that are like it was all a hoax the amityville one i know it's um, considered a huge hoax. This one's as well. Well, pretty much everything because, the Warrens are in, they tie to hoax. Now. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Everyone's like, they use their emotions. They didn't use yeah, scientific. That's, we talked about like, that before. But they didn't have scientific equipment back then. That's another topic we got to discuss later. Also, it's like, um, I just lost track of what I was <laughs> talking about. We should Warrens. definitely talk about the hoax. The war. Okay, the thing about the Warrens, I was going to say, they never saw out money. Do you think they actually later, planned 40 years down the road, we'll make movies based you, on Later this. on, no. they did things. But it wasn't, as far as I am aware. And as Most I, of the stuff when they were helping people, they didn't ask for help, anything. No, yeah. Anytime they helped people. But they would do tours and show stuff to kind of fund them. People have to realize. Which you didn't have to go to. The, their equipment they eventually got was expensive. 
driving well, around. Well, back then, the recorders, too, they used were expensive considering back then. Yeah. Driving around and trying to help these people, it's expensive. But you didn't have so EMF. You didn't have not K2 till, meters. You not until later on did they start using that kind of stuff. And even then. So um, back then, you went by emotion and feelings. Yeah, That's even, how it worked. That's what medians did. Even then. Um, you had the whole damn Ed Warren was a self-proclaimed demonologist. And Lynette. Was that her name? Lynette Warren? No. It starts with an L. I, I can't, can't remember at the top. For some reason right now. But she's Even a... Even the church supported them, which shows that they had credibility. Right. And there's so many... It, again, this is a topic that we need to cover on a later date. Otherwise, we're not going to actually get to the story. Yeah. We try to talk about the Warrens and their validity. And well, their, they come into the story soon. They do come into the story, which once we get to that point, I'll cover that a little bit more. Okay, so... The story starts with um, Jack Smurl, who in 1967, he met a woman named Janet at a company party. And he was actually, I guess, he kind of felt weird because I think he was like 26 or 27. And he most was, people were married already and was, families by then. So he's like, yeah, felt like he was behind the schedule. He was also older than her. Yeah. Well, that was. But not by much, no. actually, considering I think it was only like eight six eight years but so you know he kind of felt like he was behind everybody else so anyway he met her at a work uh, like a holiday work party mm -hmm. then she started working for that same company in a different department uh, a year later they got married they um the first few years i said were amazing and great everything was going great they had two daughters who came along dawn and heather dawn and heather yep they were two daughters names i had dawn and kim no, Kim's not one of them. Everything it, I looked up said Don and Kim, really. book says Don and Heather, his four daughters. Don, Heather, the thing you said Karen, me. and Shannon. Oh. Karen and Shannon? Yeah, but the other two the twins no. they have later on. The twins are named... Um, no, Karen is right. Shannon I couldn't find, which was really weird. I couldn't find anything on the Karen other twins. Karen is C-A-R-I-N. Yeah, it's a C, not a K. I could never find the other twin's name. Everyone just referred to as Karen and the other twin. They never said Shannon. the name. It's Shannon. But the first two was Dawn and Kim. Mm -hmm. What I found, even in the thing you sent me, the PDF, I'm pretty sure it says Kim. Everything I saw was Heather. Interesting. That might. <laughs> I might have to look into it. I would look it up just to make sure we're getting it right. Um. Yeah. You go look ahead. It up, I'll go. Yeah, the go book's ahead. over there. If you just want to grab the book. But this is the thing. If the book and the PDF you sent me are different, that's a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, but you keep going. I'll look it up. So um, Jack was doing really well at work as well. He was like, kept progressing and moving forward. And he was uh, doing so good that Janet was able to quit her job and become a stay-at-home mother. And it also probably didn't hurt that they lived with Jack's parents, John and Mary. At the time. <laughs> yeah. In the same house. That's, that tends to help. So that helps a lot. Now... In 1972, Hurricane Agnes made its way into northeastern Pennsylvania and flooded their home with 12 feet of water. Now, they had renovated everything, but they still ended up losing the house, basically because the housing authority forced them out. Probably because of the area, what happened. It was mm -hmm. probably damage that couldn't be fixed, I'm guessing. It was probably irreplaceable. Ir yeah. Now, in 1973, John and Mary purchased a duplex, which was located at 328-330 Chase Street in West Pittston, which was a nearby town. 
and it was a relatively small town. And um, before they moved in, they had learned very little about the house. They just kind of moved in. They knew an elderly man had lived on one side and an elderly woman had owned the other side, but she rented it out to tenants. That's all I really knew about the duplex before they moved in. And um, before we go too much into what happens in the story, there were stories about the house. Pre Before? Yep, that they were unaware of. It actually auto-corrected Smurl to Spurs here. Not Smurfs this time? <laughs> nope. So they weren't aware of this, but there was things like loud screams from the house that other people had heard when it was unoccupied. Um, people seeing figures peering out the windows. Mm-hmm. But that's all kind of stuff you get with any local legend of a Any kind of house. abandoned house or yeah. on a, a house that doesn't really have anybody in at the moment. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you hear about haunted houses in every town. But as you'll learn in this story, that sometimes the legends are true, right? <laughs> sometimes, yes. So, things again, things were good now at the new house. For the first year and a half, things were going great. They were all really happy with their new home. Um, there were little occurrences, but they were happy, so they kind of brushed them off. Also... A lot of the times when I read into a lot of hauntings, it never starts off really. No, I'm going to get to that. Yeah, it I always starts it. off small. So yeah. I wouldn't initially jump to, oh, I'm haunted. Well, I get into that so, too shortly. Go on. So yeah, so it was like little things like, you know, the door would move or something you put on the table with somewhere else. Sound. And, and you think like, okay, well, maybe I put it there. Things like that. Yep. So some of the occurrences now that started was uh, Mary, you know, uh, Jack's mother, had purchased a new rug. In January of 74. It's funny because they give like specific dates about some stuff but not other stuff. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> like little things got specific dates, big things don't. Which was funny. So they purchased they purchased a new carpet. It was a, I guess it was a red carpet. The company came. They laid out the carpet and everything. And Mary noticed a stain that looked like a grease stain on the carpet. They still kept the carpet. I would have been like, take it back, bring me a new one. Mm-hmm. But do. they kept the carpet. And that night, her and John had cleaned the stain and removed it. Two days later, the stain reappeared. So multiple times they tried cleaning it, and every single time, within a couple days, the stain came back. So they ended up ripping the carpet out and bringing it to the dump. It, it's a carpet, too. It's not like a throw rug. As soon as I would have saw a stain, I would have been yeah, like, Yeah, because you, know, you brought it in, you laid it out, you put it all down, and I wanted a fresh, clean one. Yeah. Somebody tried to put in a dirty carpet in my house, I would throw hands. <laughs> This was, I don't know, maybe it was back in the day. I don't know. Maybe it was a very common thing. Maybe it was like a cheap second It happens store. in shipping, things yep. like that. I don't know. Well, mm-hmm. there was only one, they actually mentioned there's only one tiny small shopping center in this whole thing. So they probably knew the people to an probably. extent. So it's like, you know, I kind of know them. I can't be an asshole and send this carpet back. Now, in the same year, on the other half of the house where Jack and Janet had lived. Oh, did you find a name, by the way? The, the thing I you sent me yeah. isn't bringing up anything. Not even the, the whole thing. It's just blank now. Which is spooky. <laughs> um, they don't want us to did you cover the fact that the house that they're living in is a duplex? Yes. Sorry. I said, I'm they sure you did. It's a duplex, which is located at 328 330. <laughs> two sorry. houses, two houses. I was, I was distracted. I just wanted to make sure you actually yeah. did cover that. Yeah. Um, the right. other half, Jack and Janet lived. So. 
Jack had come home from work one night and he settled down to watch the TV. Apparently he loved westerns and John Wayne. So he would put on westerns and relax. Now with no warning, the TV burst into flames. Kind of, <laughs> kind of a big thing, but they still brushed it off. By the time Jack was able to put the TV out, it, obviously it was destroyed. There was smoke everywhere. The TV had actually been such a big fire so fast that it melted. Like the plastic was on the floor and everything. So it just went up. Well, he said is... it looked like someone set off like C4 in a TV. It just went boom and went up. Yeah. It wasn't like it started smelling and started smoking, which well, the... would be a short. Right. That's the thing I was just about to say is like what's really in a TV back in that day that could take just the wire short normally right it wouldn't be that to melt it, yeah that like that fast no you'd have to sit there and watch like the fire grow to get to the point thermite in your fucking tv it shouldn't maybe be not me. yours i have right. mine rigged up for when the fbi shows up the button the whole thermite walls go up <laughs> like in that movie i'm gonna talk about another movie right now like in that movie and then fresh the conspiracy side. theory with mel gibson gotcha great great movie i hate him this is before he went all weird. <laughs> Fair enough. So anyway, the house, the, you know, the TV was completely destroyed, but it's crazy how fast it had gone up. Like long enough that when... The, I could see maybe he didn't get it out in time, but still, like the way they explained Melted. it, it looked like it blew up. Yeah. And uh, that wasn't the first... or la- Oh, that wasn't the last object that caught on fire either. So... <laughs> They had gotten a new electric stove within a couple days of buying it that caught on fire. Stoves tend to do that, though. And they also got a brand new car, and within a couple days, his electrical system caught on fire. That doesn't tend to do that. (laughs) Electric cars don't. I mean, they do every now and then. I I get, okay, sometimes electric stoves, sometimes cars, but in succession. Your TV bursts into flames. Your stove catches on fire. Your car catches on fire. The car's not even hooked to your house electrical system, so now it's not a problem with the electrical <laughs> system. Yeah, it is a bit odd. That's for sure. Okay, so also now, that was one of the, that's what some of the stuff they consider small things. I like how your TV literally exploding is, ah, oh, it's, it's just that's, a faulty thing. That's but I guess, small. you know, if it's a one-time thing, it hasn't been a lot of things yet, you can, okay, well, it's just a one-time thing. Yeah. I guess that is true. You wouldn't think it's paranormal right off the get-go. No, you're definitely right. If my TV exploded, I'd be like, well, (laughs) fuck, I'm suing somebody. Yeah. Especially after I pull the shrapnel out of my eye. (laughs) My eye! Are you looking at my (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Can't be referencing that right now. I know. Cannibal the Musical, everybody. Go watch it. Go watch it. (laughs) So... So when they had moved into the house, they obviously, they, you know, they've done some renovations, make it what they wanted it, which every, you know, you do that. Renovations? Yeah, you make the house the way you want it. Of course, it's your house. You want to enjoy living there. So, and I should mention this. If you are into paranormal, you probably know it's not a good idea to renovate a house. It tends to draw the spirits out, <sighs> anger them, if it's haunted. I mean, that doesn't mean don't get a new house, don't renovate it. Yeah. If you're into paranormal... You know, know to burn sage. Yeah. I, I, I still have sage around the house. Tons and tons of sage right before you do. You buy a new house, you burn sage. Actually, it's funny. My parents aren't huge into like that kind of stuff. A lot of people have a priest come and bless the house, too. I don't know if you know about yeah, that. Yeah. Depending on the religion you're in. Right. Uh, but Like Tiffany said, they get a new apartment, new house, Catholic priest comes over, blesses the whole place. Really? My mom did it. My mom and dad aren't really into it. My mom's Methodist, and she had a priest come. Well, pastor. 
but my mom my mom and dad burned sage in our new home once they bought it this was years ago though. did they do it properly what do you mean? Did they do it properly? They Circle burnt the a window. bundle of sage. You don't just they... burn it, though. You walk around the house, you wave it yeah. on the walls, you go around each window or each door. Yep. Okay. Dad walked around, waving it over everything. Yeah, exactly. Dad was smoking the sage. Huffing on the sage. He was just huffing on that sage. But yeah, they actually did do it correctly. That's weird. They're not into that stuff. <laughs> Well, maybe they the might be don't know into about. it. There might be stuff I, mean, I don't you, know Your about. mom loves the podcast, so maybe she's into this stuff and you don't know it yet. That's true. I mean, I, I know she does like paranormal stuff. Does she still listen? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, every now and then I get comments just randomly from her. She's like, actually, like, mom, that was like two weeks ago. I don't remember a fucking thing from that <laughs> one. Um, Did I listen to our <laughs> shit? <laughs> uh, I know they're into it to an extent. But I didn't realize like they would actually start burning sage in her house. It's like this is kind of wild. It's not a bad thing. Though. No, it's I it doesn't it. harm anything. I still have um, one of my friends actually mailed me. I had sage, but my friend mailed me sage and uh, crystals for the new house. Yeah, did you charge your mean ruins? No. Fucking the crystal was just a quartz crystal that said, "Hang it on your bed frame for a good love life." Sucks for you. I guess it hasn't worked yet. You notice it's not on the bed anymore. Because you broke it. Cut it down. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I brought scissors and chopped the fucker off. All right. Okay, so. I digress. During the renovations, one of the projects was uh, plumbing. John was an experienced welder. And if you're younger, you've seen the PVC pipes. Back in the day, we all had copper pipes. And you would solder the copper. joints together. We used copper pipes for plumbing as well still well a lot of people use now a lot of stuff now is pvc i don't know if i want to use pvc for things that are inside my walls it's yeah this is 20 years ago this whole place is a pvc i don't think i would want to i'd rather have copper yeah for things that are in my walls yeah i know well because if there's a this pvc breaks but there's ups and downs like with copper if like say you got like in florida we got a lot of wells yes if it happens to pull up sand the sand will start Cutting Frozen. apart yeah. the copper from the inside. Pros and cons. We're not yeah. debating <laughs> plumbing right now. So anyway, he he uh, he did redid all the plumbing. They said he soldered something like thirty joints or more, and when he turned on a faucet, every single joint leaked. <laughs> not a very good. Another plumber. weird occurrence. Um, now back. Or no, still. Back to I'm still. Confused. You're confusing me. I'm sorry. I'll try better. Um, it's, it's the two sides of the house. I'm like, back and forth. Back and forth. There is two sides of the house. There's so jobs. now back on Jack and Janet's side of the, where they did their major remodeling was that the, the main thing they do was their bathroom. They wanted a really nice bathroom. Mm-hmm. Something they'd like to be proud of, I guess. So they put in a new porcelain tub, new porcelain sink. They finished everything. When it was finally done, they went to bed. When they woke up the next morning, all the porcelain was scratched up and chipped up beyond repair. And they, they even say it looked like claw marks. Damn. Somebody pissed off a 12-year-old. <laughs> and on top of that, Jack would do some painting around the house, and he would paint the trim along the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And the next day when he'd wake up, there'd be scratches all across that paint job, too. Damn. So. Somebody's getting fucking ass open after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, I don't think they initially would thank their kids because it's trimming up on the top. Yeah. He's gonna be Plus, it's not reach. easy to scratch, scratch up, up porcelain. 
Oh, poor. If you're in there with a, you'd have to be in there with a screwdriver all night. To the amount of damage that talk, they're talking about. Yeah, that's true. And you'd hear. You'd hear. It. <laughs> yeah, that was what I was about to say. So that things was, are not going. No, things great are not going far. well for them. Now the next year, things uh, seem to pick up even more. Jack and Janet's daughter would come running into the room, screaming and terrified, saying that she had seen people floating around the room. And by all accounts of this daughter, their daughter, she was very mature, very responsible, and wasn't prone to imaginative Did say which daughter? outbursts. <clears throat> is it Dawn? Um, it's the oldest one. I think, I think the oldest is Dawn. Dawn. I believe. They said she was like big into sports. She was very responsible. Yes. So they wasn't very into having like imaginative stories about people flying around. That, that is another interesting thing because we'll cover this as time progresses on. A lot of these kind of ah, uh, get into it. Don't do it yet. Okay. I do get into this. Okay. <laughs> like, you're coming up with all this stuff, and I already have like whole things about this. <laughs> I'll let you. I'll just comment on things that you have already <laughs> said and are currently saying. Go on. So, I know where you were going with it. And <laughs> I already got it. So little things continue to occur, but these are smaller things now. Like radios would turn on by themselves at full volume when they weren't plugged. Um, drawers opening and slamming, doors opening and slamming, footsteps being heard on different floors that nobody lived on. Or was, nobody on at the time. Yeah, nobody was currently on. Um, Jack mentioned that on one occasion he felt like he was gently touched on the arms while they were in bed, thinking maybe his wife wanted to be a little romantic. He rolled over and she was dead asleep. So, that wasn't her. And most of that was in uh, 1977, but it continued to occur over time, you know, progressively getting more and more. But they kept, you know, being positive. They kept trying to brush it off, kept joking about it. They were religious, so they kind of yes, had so they kept were, their faith. They were very Catholic. Yeah. They were steeped Catholic, both of them. He was raised in the Catholic house, and she was raised in a very staunch Catholic house. Yep. So, you know, they would use that. Like I guess they would kind of ignore the things that were happening to yeah. because of their faith. So, as things usually do, they got worse. So, several years later, in 83, the house began to smell foul. What the hell are you doing? Trying to get your cat to come over to me. Drumming on your thigh? He's all, he, she's under you. Oh, is she? Yes. She'll start meowing much. So, <laughs> can't ever record today so the uh, the house began to smell like foul odors they didn't know what it was the girls I told you she was going to meow <laughs> the girls tried laughing it off and teasing saying it was her father like, you have stinky feet things like that he obviously knew it wasn't her so I don't he, know. he started calling the um, what were they called I don't know if house I wrote cleaning down. no 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 um, the town was built over mines. Oh, that's so why a town had money. It was yes. It was so a, he called the mining administration to, to ask see if there if, was mines running under his house. Well, they knew there were, but he wanted to see if maybe the smells were leaking up from the mine. So they had told them to go out and uh, like uh, check the foundation, see if there's any cracks, mm-hmm. any way anything could be coming up. Because if there was cracks, it would end, like like suggest that there was the ground was shifted. Which would cause gas to leak out and then cause a smell. Yeah. But one of the weird things was the smell didn't start until Jack was kneeling down saying the rosary prayer at the bed. And then the smell started. Interesting. Yeah. So that's kind of what suggests maybe it's not the mines. 
Maybe not. Maybe not this so, time. Correlation isn't causation. Causation is correlation. Correlation. Yeah, I got it. Well, anyway, so obviously they found out it wasn't the mines. And at this point, things began to pick up again and become less like little pranks. Because the first stuff's like little stuff you can brush off. Like yeah, you know, them. little stuff like your TV exploding. Well, aside from the TV exploding. But if that's and like, your stove exploding. But, and your car exploding. But if it's yeah, a, but you're right, little things. Well, to them it was little, apparently. <laughs> I Hey, man, if my TV exploded, you're right, I would consider that a little thing. But if it's one time at first... You brush it's, off, but then when it's like I said, the stove and the car. It's a little it's, thing, though. No, but they brushed it off as an electrical fault. That's true, but they're easily. But pretty soon it's gonna. Yeah, they, that's a better way of saying it. But now it's gonna change into now you can't brush this off as not being paranormal. So Janet was in the basement doing some laundry, and she had thought she heard her name called. So she stood up and she was looking around. And, you know, first she, she thought it was her imagination, which I guess makes sense. Sorry, I have to butt in because I have to correct myself. What? It was Lorraine. Lorraine Warren is... That's it. You're right. Yep. I just... Because I was going to get bothered and that's the one thing I don't want to get flamed for is getting the Warren's names wrong. Yeah. Um, but Janet heard her name. Yeah, she heard her name being called and at first she thought it was her imagination, So she's, but she still, you know, it was enough to make her start and stand up and look around and... Then she heard her name called again. And now she was starting to get nervous, which is understandable because nobody was in the house. She was in the basement. Then her name was called a third time. And this was all in a woman's voice, by the way. So she was unsure what to do because, I mean, what the hell would you... What the hell else are you going to think? Well, yeah, what are You're you? not going to know what to do. So she tried answering and asking what it wanted. And it just said her name again. So she was getting more and more scared. So she actually, like, she didn't like freak out or anything, but she kind of more of a demanding yet kind of a scared voice asked what it wanted again, like louder. Mm -hmm. And she said she could swear she heard it laughing. And then it just said her name again. It sounds like a 12 year old. Yeah. But again, now now that sounds like it's playful spirits. Janet. Yeah. Janet. Well, it kind of sounds like playful now, you know? Yes. But she said she also felt like there was a presence in the room with her. So, the um, dog was speaking to her. The dog, that was no, that was a serial killer. What? A serial killer. He said the dog told him to do it. Isn't there? Um, it was. Um, isn't there like an Easter egg related to that in Silent Hill? No, that's just a joke ending. Gotcha. Dogs in the UFO. Yes. That's now it. you got me wondering what killer was it? It was the one in New York, I believe. We'll look it up later. <laughs> We're really uh, good. Son at of it. Sam. The one they called Son of Sam. Son of Sam. I can't think of the rest of his name. Yeah, because didn't he introduce himself as Son of Sam? I was the Son of Sam. I don't remember. He said the dog told him to do it. The neighbor's dog barking. Right, but the reason why they called him Son of Sam. Oh, I don't remember. Because I'm pretty sure. I know the movie sucked. The one called Son of Sam. I have no idea. I never watched it. It was bad. Don't watch it. You got it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is why one of the reasons why I stopped you earlier. Okay. So, and I even wrote here just, you know, to stop here for a second because I got to talk about something else. There's a movie. There's <laughs> called a movie. Cannibal the Musical. <laughs> no, there's Cannibal a, the Musical. There's a movie. Go watch it. Now, called... stop the podcast. Go watch it. Come back. 
finish the podcast. You do not have permission to listen unless you go watch. <laughs> you have unless to you watch. come back singing Spadoinkle Day. I will know. <laughs> we can hear you. Yeah, that's right. You better yeah, start secret. singing. We have a whole like unit of drones that follow IP addresses that download our podcast. <laughs> Who downloads podcasts? Streaming. Streams. I, like I download. So I can time. listen at work because it's got shitty cell service you, up there. You know what? You have a point. I used to do that shit all the time. When yeah, I, I download them. I would download music, up. books, and like podcasts, and then I would always run out halfway through Especially the Especially Section 11 where there's like no service. Yeah. Section 11 <laughs> is wild. Which is funny because it's Section 11 and there's like a... Never mind. I'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> okay, so anyway, about the movie. There's a movie called Paranormal Activity. The first one. Never heard of it. Bullshit. <laughs> so the first movie if you haven't seen the first movie i can't emphasize this enough if you have not seen the first movie i highly suggest watching it because uh i know a lot of people didn't like the movie because it was slow it wasn't like a hollywood horror splatter flick but the whole point is the first movie shows a family going under a real haunting yes things start off super tiny they laugh them off they get worse the people start getting frustrated. They start getting nervous. They stop sleeping. They start fighting with each other, which fuels the entity. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was trying to stop you earlier, because not the second time. We'll get to the oh, second. Oh, not one. the second time. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the Because you were mentioning this part, too. How like, I, it gets I, fueled by people getting up, like, upset. Well, no, by I, was, I was going to mention about, like, the girls like, how hauntings are, usually how they're depicted. Yeah. And they're pretty uh, similar in every case I've read. But it's usually like the paranormal uh, activity shows it. Yes. It's very slow in the beginning. It's stuff you can brush off. Then it starts wearing on you. And you start getting annoyed. You start fighting with like your significant other, which fuels the spirit, which makes it do worse stuff, which, which gets you more worse. riled up, which fuels it even more, and you give it a big cycle. Yep. So that's, I kind of wanted to point out that movie. And my name's also in the credits of that movie. Yes, that's right, it is. Yes. I remember you telling me I that. Because I wrote it. <laughs> I did it. It was my movie all along. No, I am in the credits. Okay, I'm in so no credits. I did want to point that out. While well, you're in the credits for the podcast. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now to get back to the Smurls. At this point, Jack and Janet sit down and they start talking about what's going on because it's just constant stuff now. How it's happening nearly every day. Janet actually, for the first time, tells Jack she's scared. And after a moment, Jack actually tells her he's getting scared as well because they don't know what's going on and it's almost every day things are happening. So now it's like I said, it's starting to wear on them. It's starting to scare them. It's starting to get them worked up a bit. Right and this so. will begin, obviously, feeding the entity and giving it strength to do bigger things. I keep wanting to say things, but I don't know if you wrote them in your script. I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to say it. And if you get to it later in the script, that's fine. Um, if you get the teenage girls, stop. Because <laughs> I cover that part. Teenage? No, I was just going to say, I know at this point... They were avoiding telling the kids. They were trying to always keep a face on. Oh yeah, face yeah. No, I didn't. They, they, it was just those two. They would only admit it to them, to the themselves. Yeah. Uh, they they would they brush always, it off for the kids. Yep. When the I kids were around, they always kept a. Do kind of slightly get into that in a minute. 
Yeah. Not as much as you did then. But that's I, I know I don't know if you're gonna eventually cover it, but it, it is a thing to keep in mind that during this time, whenever the kids were around, they had to act like nothing was really happening. Yeah. And if it happened around the kids, they would brush it off. It's like oh, faulty wiring. So. Yeah, or they would tell the kids All the like, doors "Ha ha, wind blew. yeah, that damn ghost again," as a joke, and they're basically making sure the kids weren't getting scared. Yep. So obviously, like I said, this is beginning to feed the spirit more now, especially now that they're becoming scared. Um, this is also a reason I love this case because it slowly builds up. It's slowly like a true haunting. It, also, they have absolutely nothing to gain from this. Yeah. Also, it literally has the definition of a snowball effect. Yeah. You actually mentioned this too, how even today, you they don't talk about it, You can't find anything about these guys. No. I actually was doing, I was trying to find like some newer stuff on it, to, like maybe add to the story. I could find, I could barely find the people. I found um, Jack's um, obituary. That's about it. Yeah. That's they really didn't about want it. fame. They didn't want anything to do with you this. You know what they I didn't did find, though? This won't be really that important. I found uh, Karen's Facebook and her Twitter account. Really? Yes. You want to guess what she's doing now? What? She's a paranormal investigator. Can you blame her? <laughs> and a radio host. Wow. I didn't know that. She still lives in the same area. I know that much. That's kind of cool. I mean, that's kind of what got me into it, growing yeah. up in a haunted house. Yeah. She uh, on her Twitter account, and this is no way in like a like a jab. It's just kind of interesting. She has uh, paranormal investigator, uh, haunted survivor, and then radio show host and another. Thing. Well, I completely understand why she would put survivor with how this case gets. You yeah. So I mean, survivor is a good term for yeah. Like I lived in a haunted house, but it's not like I had to survive that house. It was just a fucked up. Place. It just got a bit spooky every now and then. Yeah. Enough that I had nightmares in my late 20s. <laughs> but she was the only actual, like, smurl I could actually find actual profiles on. And find out what she's doing now. Yeah. Because they didn't want to gain fame from it. Yeah, I mean, she They even kept it hidden until it got too bad. As far as I know, she, like, even her paranormal activity stuff, like, she doesn't really bring up her relations with it as much as i could find she just kind of does it and, and does a radio show unlike jack and the ghost explorers <laughs> i love how we keep referring to him <laughs> in such a fashion well we can i know we can because it's not technically him but oh, it yeah. is him jack no, no it's not it has no it has no affiliations with any other person except yes. for jack yes what's the what's the disclaimer they always use any correlation to any real person, fictitious or otherwise, is purely coincidental. Yes, I watched. I watched a show where it was, it was kind of like a alternate history show. Yeah. Of if it was like World War Two, but magic, and it was like none of these countries have anything to do with real countries, even though the one country he's depicting was clearly Germany. Yeah. And the other ones were clearly other countries. I was like, okay. It's a good disclaimer because if you mess something up. Or you get someone mad. Like, it was ah. a fantasy. <laughs> it was about magic. There's nothing to mess. No, but up I mean, even even real stuff, they kind of do that. A lot That's of like true. documentaries, they kind of. That is true. Faces and names have been changed to protect the innocent. Actually, in this book, that says it as well. What? That some character names have been changed. Oh yeah. Probably the neighbors and stuff. It was a lot of the people. Probably the who priests helped. that denied helping them, refused helping I them. I think it was sure some, they changed their names. Some priests. 
I believe some of the people who tried helping the Warrens, the the Sonoros, um, and I I know they said a few more people that they have their names changed, but yeah. Um, you were, I don't know what part you were. At. Oh, I was going back to, back to the other side of the house now, because is... Janet heard the, her name being called. Yes. Now on the other side of the house, Mary had heard Jack and Janet screaming at each other swearing like just a huge like knockdown drag out fight which never actually happened strange and it was so realistic sounding they were trying to cause tension between the family Mm -hmm. members now and she even admits it took several months for her to believe that they didn't really have that fight because it sounded like just like them even though i think both parties said no we never had a fight Now, at this point, I'm going to have to mention that the two twins were born. They don't really say when they were born. Like I said, this doesn't, it doesn't I couldn't give, find birth dates as well. It doesn't that give, was another thing. It doesn't I, give dates for big, important things. I couldn't find... I had to... I think September 14th is the birthday of the twins. Because if I remember correctly, the Twitter count for... No, because she's not the twins. No. Shannon and uh, no, Karen no, are the twins. Yeah. I can only find Karen. Oh, you said Karen. Yeah, you did say Karen. Karen's Twitter is the only one I could find. And hers is like September 14th. I'm going to double check. But I can't find anybody's birthday. Which is very annoying. Even in the book it says when Jack was graduating songs like Smoke in Your Eyes and like this was on the radio. I was like just tell me a date. Yeah. Please. That's all I'm asking. We don't really know. I mean around this time obviously the twins came along because they become part of the story at this point but they don't say when they were born. Like the first two girls, it says, you know, within this year, within the year, they had a family, you know. So now they're actually talking more and more. You know, the, Jack and Janet are talking more about how scared they are, and they start discussing possibly looking into getting help because it's just kind of every single day now. Now this is what I mentioned. I cover tiny, tiny piece of this. The kids start beginning to notice that Janet's mood is changing, and the, um. One daughter, Karen? No, not Karen. Dawn. Um, yeah, Dawn, I believe. Dawn starts, you know, sits down and asks her mother, mm-hmm. you know, is everything okay? You're, you're kind of, we're noticing your personalities, you know, not as happy and stuff like that. And that's, again, going back, that's showing that it's starting to wear on her because now the kids are starting to notice it too. That's how much it's wearing on her. Now, at this point, it starts kind of... you have something to say? I, I was realizing I messed up in my head. It had nothing to do with it. You I, messed I was, up in your head. Karen is one of the twins. Because your mama dropped you. Damn. Twice. I told you Karen was one of the damn twins. I know. I'm sorry. I was just getting it straight If she finds head. this podcast, she's going to come kick the I shit out of you. I hope she doesn't and does at the same time. Because that would be interesting to have her listen to this. I'm sure she probably won't enjoy it that much. No. Reliving this kind of experience. And we'll make a lot of jokes throughout the podcast, but none of this is supposed to be in any way... Well, we don't joke about them. We joke about other things. That's true, and we don't mean these in negative... Any kind of jokes we have about them is never in a negative light, because what happens throughout the story is... It's shitty. Shitty, and I feel terrible for them. But, but we try and keep it lighthearted. But at the same time, we are doing a podcast, and I don't want to be down and somber all the time. And we it, did a down one. 
You did a down <laughs> one. And then we kind of upbeat it a little bit towards the end. Yeah, yeah, we tried to liven it back up at the end. Okay, so at this point, it starts to get bad. So, um, I'm trying to see where I am. I'm so bad at this. Tension between the two families. No, uh, Janet, uh, the kids were brought to school while Jack was at work. Janet began doing her daily chores. Mm-hmm. Her routines, basically, you know, motherly. Really, when I say chores, it's just being a mother. Housewife, yeah. Yeah, so she's uh she's ironing some clothes, and she starts to feel like like a cold chill, like a really bad cold chill. I think it was described as like the window was open on like a December day, so a strong cold chill, and it's like you know kind of blowing across her. It causes her to look up quickly, at which point she sees a black human-like shape with a featureless face. And it also looks like it has a cape blowing gently behind it. Oh my god, it's me. It's, it's the, the Middle Ages. <laughs> but, you know, and she, it also not, it was also described as being um, not like a solid black. It was see-through, kind of smoky. Interesting. And she also said it was five foot nine. Because it had moved Five foot nine. It had moved through the house and gone past the refrigerator, I, which was five nine. I would not be scared of a five <laughs> nine shadow. I'm gonna be completely honest. If I saw that, I'd be like, "That's fucking cute. Look at that little thing." <laughs> Rips your entrails out. Probably you from the ceiling. Still wouldn't be scared of it. Put you halfway through the wall and leave you there. <laughs> but she, you know, she could get the the idea of the height because it went past the fridge. Mm-hmm. And the spirit had actually um, it had gone through the house past her. I, I guess as it passed her, it got colder, and it also emitted like a weird odor. It doesn't really explain what the odor was like. But she said it had an odor. It's cold. Let's make up an odor for it. What do you think it had? Brimstone. That's too cliche. I know that from my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I can how, about, how about something less cliche? Ozone? Ozone? That's that. another cliche one. Uh, yeah. You hear about that things where like magic is cast. That is true. It is more smell. magic than Alright. Oh I was trying to get I was trying to make a goof out of this somehow. Uh, where are you where, what's your I don't know, what would what's be your funny smell? I don't know. What would be a, <laughs> like dirty cheese? So like meth. Month old like cheese puffs that's it's been left of... in the canister for way too long and you finally open it and you're just like, Man, should I even eat these? Like, I'm kind of hungry, and I did smoke a whole bunch, but now I'm kind of getting the munchies. meth passing fast. <laughs> a meth head. That's 5'8". Five, 5'9". Five, nine. Nine. Five, do nine. not deny the short man his one inch. <laughs> I, I, I like how I'm making fun of this person for being short. I'm 5'10". I'm not much bigger than them. No, you're not. I'm 5'10". You would fight with me at work how you were six foot, because I'm six foot. No, I would fight with you saying that you weren't six foot. Oh, I was trying to argue that you weren't six foot. I wasn't trying to argue that I was. I was trying to say that you're smaller than you. I'm only telling you by a tiny bit. (laughs) My my... girlfriend's five even. My argument wasn't that I'm six. My argument was that you're not. I am. Most definitely are not. Either way. Let me go tell every doctor I've ever had that I'm not. (laughs) I will. So anyway, okay, so the ghost, you know, the... Had a weird order. No, I was going to say a ghost brushed past her, but I wouldn't even say ghost at this time. Just entity. Entity would yeah. be the best way. Went past her. And now now she's at the point where she's like really fucking scared. To the point where 
She sits down. She can't figure out what to do. She ends up going next door to John's or Jack's parents, Jack's John parents. and Mary, who they are like good friends. You know, they're family. They live right next to each other. Friends. They better be good friends. It's Otherwise, described, that's going to suck. It's described as they're like on great friendly terms, but it's not. You're family now. So you are family. I mean, so, there's a lot of families I know that have shitty relations. And there's a lot of family uh, I know that have friendly relations. So I think a friendly relation is a good way to describe some families, but not all. Okay, well, anyway. <laughs> she goes next door, and uh, she, she says, finally got to talk to somebody. She goes next door to talk to Mary. And she says when she gets there, Mary's not hacking her herself either. Like she's quiet. Normally, she'd always smile and greet her. Mm-hmm. She's just quiet, sitting in her uh, a rocking chair. So she sits down, and she lights up a cigarette, and she's like, goes to tell you, like, you're not going to believe what happened. And Mary cuts her off. She's like, I got to tell you what happened. <laughs> a black shape of a man, like a humanoid type shape, just came through the wall from your side of the house and went through our house. She smelled of, she smelled of weird cheese puffs. Yeah. So she saw basically the same exact thing, which in a way was, I'm going to say was, it says Janet almost laughed at it. I'm going to say it's probably from relief. Now she knows she's not going it, crazy. It does seem it That's would be more of relief think. or um, what's the other? Somebody to confide in. Not just that, it's just like it's a, hysteria. Nah. I don't think it would be hysteria, but it could be taken as hysteria as well, where you're laughing because it's unreal almost. Yeah, well, it said she laughed once she found out that Mary had saw it too. So mm-hmm. I would say it's probably more relief. Probably. If she was laughing alone in the house next door, I would say it was the hysteria. <laughs> Fair. Okay, so things eventually, like after that, things seemed like they calmed down for several weeks. Like there was the occasional door slamming still. And the typical stuff that they were just kind of brushing off. As like a, like a natural occurrences. Right. Gust of wind blows door over. Or blows door closed, not over. I get it. So um, they actually sat down and Janet and Jack were saying, do you think it's over? And Jack looked at her and he said, you know, I think it's finally done. Which, this Which, wouldn't be a podcast if um, that was the case. Or a book it. or a movie. That's it, guys. That's the end of the podcast. It was over. They lived happily ever after. That's it. Um, shortly the spirit after, was actually just leaving. Right up. He was just really angry and wanted to be a cool, like, cloak-wielding. The gas and the odor was getting to him. Yeah, he had a dip because it was getting a bit <laughs> rank in there. Yeah, he couldn't even take his own odor anymore. <laughs> He's going to go air himself out for a little while. It'll be fine. Okay, so now at this point, things are going to pick up quicker. This is the snowball. The daughter, Heather, was now 13 and was getting ready for her confirmation at church. And Janet was helping her get ready. And I don't... Oh, I know they wear a white dress. It said the mother was helping I'm to gonna, put on a special collar. I don't I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. I have not a clue what a confirmation is. It's, uh, I've, I'm not a really religious When you get person. to a certain age in the Catholic Church, you go to special classes. It's kind of like, a, like a, I think in Judaism they do a bar mitzvah, coming of age type thing. Yes, but that's... It's not really coming of age, though, because my ex did it when she was like 18. It's like your next step in the Catholic Church. It's taking on more prestiging and going on to the next rank. Yeah. 
Okay. You're, you're basically like, accepting taking on more responsibilities at the church, I believe. I see. Okay, I got you. I'll tell you that story out loud. <laughs> so, okay, go on. I wanted to interject here, too. I actually have a little interjection written in my notes. I object. <laughs> interject. Okay, so so far, all of the events, this is why I stopped you earlier, have been more of, aside from the, the shape, Mm-hmm. They have been more of a poltergeist nature. Yes. And this is where I thought you were trying to go earlier. It's kind of a common thought now that poltergeist occurrences tend to happen around females going through puberty. I've read... Is that what you were getting at? No. Okay, that's what I thought you were That wasn't at. what I was getting at, which I was really surprised when he stopped me because, like, there's no way he... Caught my train of thought, but I was like, I'll let him get into it. I thought that's where you were going with it, because that's a very common thing. It is a very common thing. I've heard a lot of things about that. That's not what I was going to say. I was going to say, a lot of the the information in people's accounts are always from people that have... They're not not the kind of people that really would be into this kind of thing. They're always more trusted. Like, it wouldn't make sense for this 13-year-old to make up these lies, because, because it didn't really fit her. Well, also in the time period. Man, somebody's getting shot outside your house. That's like the third gunshot. Wait till three in the morning when he's got like the machine gun out. It's annoying. <laughs> but so it, the other thing time. is the time frame. In the 70s, it was kind of more... I actually talk about this later, so I'll have to skip it. I'll get to that part. Okay. It was kind of more like hushed. You don't really talk about this stuff. Nowadays, it's on every damn channel on TV. That is true. There's a ghost show on every single channel. You go to the cooking channel, I'm sure there's like it a haunted cooking It is weird, though, because we, we, we're going through like waves of it, if you know what I mean. Because now we'll talk about ghosts all the time. It's yeah. very open. Bef- during those times, during like 60s, 70s, and all the... Didn't really, it was taboo. Yeah. But before then, there was the giant... Spiritualist movement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Spiritualist movement where everybody... like It was very common to have a psychic be at a party with everybody so they can do tarot readings and... Yeah, things always going away. Ouija boards and... But again, since you know, since most of it was like poltergeist activity, I kind of got that thought going because it's usually considered to be around girls around puberty age. Around puberty age. Now, I did find out... This is what I thought was interesting. Two scientists did a research paper about that. Piero Brovetto and Vera Maxia. Their theory is that the changes in the girl's brain during the stage where the body is changing from kid to adult may release a type of telekinesis that can actually reach out within a few meters of the individual. They can't control it. They don't know what's happening. It just does. So all the chemical changes actually release an energy which causes the poltergeist. That is interesting. Or causes to uh, some ghosts to just be amplified to the point where they can be more corporeal. Yeah. Well, I mean, since this stuff is mostly... Theoretical? No. Um, um, Poltergeist-type activities. Oh, I see I kind of mean. put them together. Yeah. And I was actually surprised that scientists are actually researching that. There's a lot of studies, actually, with that kind of stuff. And I'll discuss them at a later date. But there's, like, the interesting... Um, uh, they did a study. I don't remember the school. I don't remember how many people did. They basically made up a fake ghost. Hogwarts. Yes. <laughs> they made up a fake ghost to like see if it's just projection and people's like beliefs into it and that makes it more real. Yeah, there's and a theory that enough people believe something becomes true. Right. That's basically what they were uh, trying out. And they made up a whole ghost in a story and it actually was wild. 
the, I mean, look but at the sl- problem was with that study is no one was, has been able to no one survived yeah exactly nobody's been able to recreate their um their findings it kind of goes along with the mass hysteria yeah it's everybody thinking it, it happens I mean, that look at slender man he's become so damn big that two girls murdered tried murdering their best didn't murder no she lived no she tried lived. murdering their best friend for yeah. it i mean it didn't become a real thing but they thought it was that that is which i don't get that whole thing a belief in something makes if it if we kill real. him we get to go live with him in a house full of monsters that aren't going to kill you it's a fake story yeah logic is thrown out the window just want to say that right now i don't live in a world full of logic you live in a world full of emotion i live in a world full of i don't even know filing cabinets yes it's weird shit <laughs> that's true you I, haven't lived in a house that has yet to that has not been haunted yeah i think if i told you i think it follows me even though i did the goddamn sage thing <laughs> maybe i gotta take someone's um life energy no someone's way of getting rid of certain diseases and inject the sage under my skin <laughs> nice i like how you didn't refer <laughs> dance to around that, that yeah. so yeah nice beating around the bush there but i approve Okay, so now back to the story again. Now in the kitchen, as I mentioned, they were in the kitchen. She was helping her. Did I mention we were here? In the no, you didn't no. mention. She was we were helping in the her daughter get her dress on, her dress finished up yes. for the confirmation. They were in the kitchen. Um, as she was helping Heather finish up getting ready, she was uh, she was also talking to Shannon, who was in the kitchen with them, when they heard a loud tearing like ripping noise erupting from i guess it probably i would say probably sound like it's from everywhere but it was from above them mm-hmm. the giant light fixture they had installed which they say was around four foot that is long. a giant light fixture. so i'm not sure if they mean like light strips or they actually have like they said it was heavy too light strips usually aren't heavy like a chandelier almost yeah it's not the kind of thinking interesting but it ripped from the ceiling and came crashing down um, Janet and Heather were able to get out of the way. I think they dove. Uh, Shannon tried getting out of the way, but the light fixture actually caught her on the shoulder. And they actually talk about how the uh, um, the light fixture was so heavy that if it was over a couple inches and caught her on the head, she wouldn't have lived it. Yeah. So that must have been a massive light fixture. Um, Jack heard the noise, obviously. He came running down. The room was just full of, like, you know, sheetrock, plaster, dust. Electrical wires hanging down. The thing smashed on the floor. From what I saw, Shannon was all right. You don't hear much about the injury. Um, if I remember correctly, they talk later in the book about healing. From she was still kind of recovering okay, from so, it. Okay, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing if it was heavy enough that it would kill you, that it's going to mess up yes. your shoulder pretty. Yes, I, I know it did take a few months, if I remember correctly. But he said that you know he put it up himself. It was secured and bolted and everything. They actually had an electrical company come in and check it because. The whole house was only rewired a couple of years ago. And they said there's no reason at all that should have ripped down from the ceiling. Yeah. It's another minor thing. Yeah. TV exploding, chandelier falling. Yeah, it's just, just little things. Now, this is when it's getting bad stuff. So, and obviously now it's becoming violent towards the family. Now the family is just terrified. So they begin looking for outside help at this point. Janet says she's going to actively be looking for outside right. help. This kind of... Uh, okay. <laughs> she begins calling colleges and 
uh, I don't think they called the churches or anything yet. He was calling colleges that had parapsychology and paranormal departments looking for any kind of help. And you'd think they'd be, they'd want to help because this is, they give credit to what they're doing. Right. But they didn't. They dismissed everything she was saying. They didn't pay attention to her. Uh, one guy was noted as saying like, are you sure you haven't just watched a lot of horror movies and your imagination's going wild now? It is always funny to me because there's a lot of things about that where there are a lot of paranormal and psycho, uh, psych, God, what is that word? Oh, you know, Jack the Ghost Explorer would have been there. Absolutely. Um, but there's a term for like investigating um, paranormal things, not just paranormal. Parapsychology. Thank said, you. I just mentioned it. I know. <laughs> I was just trying to remember the word. He doesn't uh, actually listen while I talk. I do. We'll be sitting here telling a whole story about a horrible murder, and you'll be like, Did I you had mention- these really nice cheese puffs the other day. Yeah. They were Did you mention sweet. this was all taking place in the duplex? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again? Yeah. See, uh, but it was always interesting that there's always like parapsychology and um, paranormal investigators and all this kind of stuff. Back then and probably even today. I'm they... actually going to talk about something like that. I don't know if it's going to be the same thing you're about to say. No, probably not. How it happens quite often where people just kind of go, yeah, okay. Ha, That's ha. where I was going to go. Um, <laughs> fuck, never mind then. But it... Well, there's on. a reasoning why too, I think, though. That's what I'm going to get to. I don't know the reasoning why. It's just this... interesting that that kind of kept coming up uh, back in those days. Yeah. People just kind of brought I have. A, I think I know why. Okay. So, like I was going to say right here, back then, um, this is the part I said I was going to mention later and I mentioned earlier. Back uh, then, paranormal wasn't as big as it is now. Gotcha. Things like paranormal departments, parapsychology departments, they're struggling for any kind of credibility within their own colleagues. So they'd be kind of hesitant to take on things that might just destroy their whole department. That's true. But the whole point of that department is to go and check the validity of people well back then it was more to find out if it was real first exactly check the validity of the but if you go to one bad case you just destroyed your department or you just actually publish a paper relating to it saying yeah i could not find any evidence to <laughs> validate these claims i know a lot of that's done a little bit better now these days yeah well i'm going to bring up another movie here because it kind of relates welcome to arcano obscure where we discuss tons of movies go watch cannibal the musical imdae.com is our new website. <laughs> you know what IMDb is? Right? Yes, I know what IMDb <laughs> is. Thank you. So, um, I'm actually, there's a reason why I'm bringing these up. No, go ahead. Okay, so I'm, not, I'm not making fun of you. This all took place in the 70s. But Ghostbusters came out in the 80s. Now, do you remember in Ghostbusters, they show the struggle the paranormal departments had. Yes. In the beginning, like everybody's um, trying to shut them down, thinking it's all bogus, it's um, all fringe science. I'm gonna make you infuriated. Why? You don't like Ghostbusters? I've never watched Ghostbusters. Oh, we're watching it. <laughs> so we'll cuddle up on the couch and watch it. I know, like what happens in Ghostbusters. He's all right with cuddling up. Just he wants to talk about Ghostbusters now. Yes, <laughs> I know what happens in Ghostbusters, but I've never watched Ghostbusters. We'll watch it. We'll skip the second one, and the new one. <laughs> you talking about the one with Chris Pine? The new one sucks. Pratt. No, Pratt? no, it was uh, the one who played Evans, Chris. Evans. No, which which there, one there plays was, Thor? There's three Chris's. There's more than three. There's like six. Well, there was a whole thing online. It was the battle of the three Chris's. Chris, Chris, and Chris. Pine, Pratt, Evans. Evans was Evans was Captain America. Yeah. Pratt was, was... Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. 
Pine is um, the one from Star Trek. Chris. Oh, oh God! Get your no. phone. <laughs> oh, as soon as do I... you know? I gotta tell you a story about that. Did you know he almost didn't get the role of Thor? Really? He wasn't muscly enough. Right. Yeah. Right. There's um, a whole thing about that. Hemsworth. Hemsworth. There's a whole thing about that. How um, the girl from Game of Thrones actually came out. And she says everybody talks about how hard it is for a female actor. You have to have a certain look. She's like, it is just as bad for the male actors. They just kicked, um, uh, God, the guy who plays Edward in Twilight. I can't remember his name. They just kicked him off set from Batman because he wasn't fit enough. Yeah, see? Yeah. She was saying they don't realize it, but it's just as bad for the guy. Like, for examples, they gave Hugh Jackman in the Wolverine movies. Mm-hmm. When he's fighting and his veins are showing, they he had to dehydrate himself for three days. Yeah, he was at the point of passing out at every fight scene. They had to keep a medical staff there in case he passed out. Yeah, Which they is... told Hemsworth he wasn't big enough to be Thor. He had to dehydrate down so the muscles and veins stick out. It's ridiculous. It is crazy. Um, Ghostbusters. <laughs> well, I was just pointing out in Ghostbusters they show how hard it was for them to get a reputation of being yeah. reputable and, and probably so real to this day with their peers to be reputable. Yeah, but I thought it was that shows a good example of how they were treated back then. Okay. Okay, so we're almost done with part one. So at this point now we're gonna get to where the neighbors start becoming aware of the problem. Mm-hmm. At the Smurl house, obviously. So it was near the end of April. And they were having a hard time with, obviously, obviously a hard time with recent events. The Smurls felt they needed to get away, even if it was just for a weekend. They all packed up, Jack, Janet, the kids, and his parents, and they planned on going camping to a camping ground they enjoyed. This isn't the story you know. I know. So, what are you laughing about? I just, for some reason, in the book. Is my brimstone smelling? Um, whenever they go camping, I really enjoy it in the book. I don't know why. It's like one I of my favorite parts. In the... This one is the one of the ones that lends a lot of even more credibility to them to me. Yes. So they this they this is the first time they go camping in the book. So they ask the neighbors, which you tend to do if they'll keep an eye on the house. Mm-hmm. My neighbors do it too. So, um, f you know after they're out of the house, they're out camping. The neighbors start hearing. Uh, they said they checked on the house. Nothing was unusual. But just after dark, they started hearing a strange noise in the house. And right. a neighbor was walking by with his wife, so he had the kind of a first-hand account of the noise mm-hmm. from being right there. And he said it sounded like birds' wings fluttering in the upstairs against the windows. And they knew nobody was home. Like just smacking into the windows? Yeah, like ton- like loud though. Like fluttering of wings. Not the banging against glass. Fluttering like noise. Like a bunch of them just yeah. hanging out. Chilling. Maybe bats. Well, this was inside the house. It was bats. coming from the house. Right. Be a lot of bats. They hear fluttering. The bats are pretty damn quiet. Well, not quiet. They are? Yeah. I've heard bats many a time. Sure you have. And you're holding them down doing horrible things to them. Shut up. What I do with my rituals or when my they're own fluttering business. against the floor. <laughs> Maybe your Florida bats, our New York bats, are pretty damn quiet. Maybe you'd swoop by your face for a bug and be like, "What the hell was that?" 
But no, I, I know what you're saying. That there's a lot of bats you can totally hear. Like, you yes. ever seen the ones where they're coming out of the cave? It sounds like a tornado. Mm -hmm. I've yeah. been in caves whenever that happened. K-hole has one. K-hole? K-P-hole. No. Uh, no, they have underground. They have underwater caves. What's the one that has the cave? Um, I'm not quite sure what you're referring to. You're talking about Devil's Den? The one that Jason worked at. Oh, Brick City Adventure Park. Yes, they have a cave there. I don't think yes. there's bats in it, though. You can't go there. They used to let you go you once in a while. You used to. You can't anymore. Why? It's not safe. Really? Yes. Um, it started... It's all limestone, so it started collapsing. Uh, the walkway was collapsing and such. Because there's a... There's a um, there like, is a cave down there. My daughter uh, actually all... has a picture of her and her mother in it. Yes. So but no, not that cave. Not that cave. I've... I've not been in that one. Oh, you haven't been there? I thought you meant they didn't have a picture in that one. I'm like, no, they did, but it's from no, a while ago. No, I was saying I haven't, I wasn't in that cave where the bats were. I'm sure there are bats, but that Remember wasn't Remember my uh, haunted house I grew up in? Mm-hmm. Did I mention that there's a cave behind it? God, I'm not even surprised at this point. <laughs> We'd go up there. It was cool because you'd see, like, mist coming out of the cave. Because <laughs> it was always colder. Yes. But my father cool. did bring us in there once. He yeah. said he, we could not go alone, so he brought me and my friend. And literally, you had to climb... Down, about down, ten feet straight down, and then you had to get on your stomach and crawl through water to get to the first opening that you could actually stand up in. And then you wouldn't bring us any farther. That's fair. He said it was way too dangerous. So it was one spot took them like forty minutes to get around a bend. There's a boulder in it. There's a place in there called Hell's Kitchen. It takes like two hours of crawling and squeezing through to get up in Hell's Kitchen where you have enough room to turn around and go back out. I like caves. I want to do more um, spelunking, but there's not many, and I wouldn't trust one in Florida. There's no limestone; yeah. it just it's terrible. It's kind of weird to trust some of them anyway, because a lot of them are from shifting of the mountain, not water erosion. Yeah, like the one in Berlin, they actually blew up part of it. <laughs> it actually it went from the mountain behind my house. You can go in, and there was also an entrance down three three miles or so. Mm -hmm. Where it came out, but they dynamited it because it was too dangerous on that side. Let's see, they just blew up the hole. We actually had another one up there from when I lived in an apartment up there called the Snow Hole. Five mile hike in the woods. There was always <laughs> snow in it year round. You go in, you bring out snow, and you have a snowball fight in the middle of summer. That's cool. Yeah. Um, great at getting diverted. I know. We what get were we so at? Much. The one uh, went camping. Yes, they went camping. They heard and the they fluttering, heard fluttering of the wings. But right after the fluttering, there was like this horrendous screaming that started coming out of the house enough that the neighbor was walking by his wife. His wife ran home. He stood there trying to figure out what was going on. Other neighbors all heard the screaming. That's how loud it was. He described it. I mean, obviously, this isn't what happened, but this, this gives a good example of how it sounded. He said he's never heard the sound of somebody dying in pain. And he said this is all he could think it sounded like. He said it sounded like someone was being chopped up with an axe. That's how like violent and painful the screams were coming from this house. When nobody was home. Yeah. Uh, did I think they do say that both John and Mary went with them camping? Yeah, yeah I said that. Yeah. They all went. Fair enough. You don't listen to anything I say. No, you didn't specify that John and Mary went with them. You just said that I they... said Jack, Janet, the kids, and his parents... <laughs> Hey man, you, just keep, I, you just keep like emphasizing the point that you don't pay attention to a word I say during the podcast. I have been here since twelve thirty. 
And we've I been told trying you, to podcast this. I keep telling you one rock before the show. Do not smoke two. <laughs> you do not pay attention after two rocks. What about one and a half? No. Come on, man. One and a half, you get that chill point where you just kind of drool on yourself. <laughs> can't wait till my mom listens <laughs> to this and fucking approaches me and goes, what does he mean by rocks? No, she's going to come up to you and go, can I score from you? <laughs> <laughs> she might. That'd be fucking wild. <laughs> so everybody's gone, including the parents that I In the house is like blood curdling screams coming out of it at this point. So I've covered this in this podcast. I've mentioned it before. I grew up in a haunted house. And I hate people saying it's fun. <laughs> it must be cool. I would love to be in a haunted house. No, you wouldn't. You should go stay at a haunted house one night and do a podcast there. You just wanted me to relive my childhood trauma. Absolutely. I want to fuck you up even more. Yeah, I don't think it's possible. Right, we'll find out. You'd probably have to give me like a partial lobotomy to fuck me up some more. We'll try our very darndest. Yeah, well, I'm game. <laughs> I've done enough stupid stuff in my life. After which we might be doing tonight if it stops raining. I don't know. It's if you want to stay that late. Oh my god. Next full moon would be the best time. I got a guitar too. We're just bringing a guitar. It's I think to be how the story right. went. I think the next full moon is Halloween. If the next podcast, it's not even going to be paired. Like, we're going to go to the crossroads, and the rest of the podcast is just going to be me rocking out on guitar because now <laughs> I know how to play. I can't wait for the next podcast. It's going to be great. When is the next full moon? I don't know. I well, could check, but I got the other thingy going. That's so, right. But like I was saying, you know, it is not fun to live in a haunted house. It sucks. It's oh is it tonight? God. No, it is on Halloween. Oh, nice. Fuck. My favorite holiday. I love Halloween. You're completely ruining my time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just we should do crossroads on Halloween. You're fired. Mama watching. You want a job? Full moon. <laughs> Fucking perfect. She's gonna take your position. She's, We're gonna be dead. She's just gonna, gonna show gonna up. Be able to she's gonna show up next week. Say so I. I you said he was fired. I'm, I'm dead. taking the job. I'm a revenant at this point. No, that's the other cast. You're alive in this one. All right, I'm sorry. Go on. I, I didn't mean to derail you. I just got really excited because I found out there's a full moon on Halloween. <laughs> but we can't do much this Halloween. kind of sucks. I'm going to find something to do. If I have to drive around we, and bother people, I will fucking we do We were it. so upset because like, I grew up in the town of Berlin. And we, our Halloween was fucking organized mm-hmm. one kid the group of kids that the primary kids that would do this they had a map of where the trails were through the woods all around berlin mm-hmm. they would go out like bales of hay on fire across the road this was all over the news we got we the news every year they would egg every damn house every store egg each other the cops would show up they'd hop in cars They'd take off down the trails because certain trails were marked as the one to go for a truck because mm-hmm. the cop car would hit the dip and get stuck. Yep. And then we'd lose the cops. And the trails are marked so they could run and get away from the cops. I like Made how you would egg your own news. houses just so there was plausible deniability. No, they didn't egg their own houses. Oh. We went out with a paintball gun and we shot some people. And uh, we got Do you want to... cops pulled up. You know, this is the only problem with like what? this day and age. It's a shitty thing to go around TPing and egging people's house. 
but you kind of really want to do it during Halloween. Like, so I would love to do that, but also I don't want to be a dick. We pulled into a cemetery for some reason, and uh, the cop came. He found us, asked us what we were doing, saw the paintball gun on the floor. He's like, we have reports of people getting shot with a paintball gun. It was like one guy. He was bent over on his front porch. He was shot in the ass a few times. <laughs> we were actually looking for another group of kids because they had a potato gun and they were looking for us. Oh, my God. We would tease each other all through high school. So he's like, is that a paintball gun on the floor? And my friend's like, no, it's just an empty canister from one. And the cop's like, can I see it? He's like, sure. <laughs> 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 he's like give me the gun <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so he takes the paintball gun and he opens it up he dumps out some of the paintballs and he's like okay you guys are lucky right now but if I get any reports of black paintballs black paint he took all of our names and addresses he's like I'm coming we're going to have another talk we're like alright so we go to leave and my friend's like laughing what are you guys laughing about? My friend picks up a paintball and he crushes it. It's yellow paint on the inside. Yeah, you have to oh, make yeah. sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we made the damn news every year. Nice. You I wanna... forget what I was going with that story. We were talking oh, just Halloween. When I went to the other town I lived in, we wanted to go out egging. Because I, you know, I never really did it up in Berlin because it was so far spread out. And... Yeah. So we were in just other city and we're like, let's go egging tonight so we made masks they were like as creepy as we could make them we got like i had striped stockings from high school still so we pulled them over our face we cut eye holes and stitched them shut cut a mouth and stitched it shut then we had like we tied the top and had like yarn hanging like hair all over the place like uh-huh. crazy then we dropped some acid <laughs> <laughs> we went out to go egging i know what i'm doing this year it's not acid, I swear. But I know what I'm doing this year. So we dropped the acid and we went to go out egging. And it was dumb. Because it'd be like a group of four kids. And we're like, we're like, oh, here comes some kid. They got egg. We can see they got egg. They got some shape. And then they would egg each other. What? Every group was just egging their own group. That's not egging. And we're like, what the? So we dropped everything. We went home. We watched Fantasia three times in a row. <laughs> As you do. While on acid. Yeah. Uh, we should probably wrap up the rest of the story before we forget. Before I incarcerate myself. That too. Nah. That's not the right statue word. Statue limitation is right. Yeah. That's not the right word. Anymore. No, it's not. But uh, it's fine. What is the word? To, to you, you can yourself. defamate yourself. I can defecate not... myself right now. Watch this shit. That. Literally. You can shit on command. Yes. No. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we should get back to this. So, now, like I was saying, I lived in a haunted house. But if my house was like theirs, I would go buy the popular motif right now. Kill it with fire. Kill it <laughs> that with house fire. would be fucking burned to the ground. Blast it with piss. But, no, they go back home. <laughs> now, now we skipped to May. All the girls were, you know, growing like kids tend to do. So Janet had taken them all shopping. They all needed new clothes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Trust me. When they get to a certain age, they grow like fucking beanstalks and you need clothes nonstop. I wouldn't know. Because you're only five foot. So, um, Jack took us as a time to get some relax and relaxation in. Which mm-hmm. is kind of weird, given all the stuff going on in this house. 
So he goes up to bed, brings a book with him, starts reading a book, and within a few pages or so, he drops the book. He's out cold. He's sleeping. And um, I'm sure everybody's had the dream where you're falling. Yes. And he mentions he had the dream before where he was falling. But in this dream, he wasn't falling. He felt like he was floating. Okay. And he's laying there. He's sleeping. He's dreaming. He feels like he's floating. But then he starts becoming aware of the sounds of cars driving by, the smell of flowers coming through the window, mm-hmm. the feeling of his clothes touching him. And he realizes he's not asleep. He opens his eyes. He's levitating above the bed. So he starts kicking and thrashing and trying to fight to get down. Um, then eventually just throws him at the bed. He gets up, clenches his fists, and he's like, show yourself, let's go. Which I'm going to punch the fuck out of this guy. do to a spirit. <laughs> he just challenged it. Yeah. Never a good idea. Never challenge a spirit, never let a spirit in. Two of the biggest things. Yeah. I used to... You know my ghost hunting stories. Yes. I would go nuts trying to provoke them. But I would never let them in. That's why we, I, you know, yes. even though at the time I wasn't religious, I am actually more religious now. I wasn't, but I always wore a blessed rosary mm-hmm. for protection. Because even though I wasn't religious, I always believed in the power of religious items. I always loved religious yeah. items. I get it. Even in my car, I got You're it. You're like the guy from Tomb Raider, uh, not Tomb Raider, uh, the mummy. You don't remember the first mummy? The with, guy uh, has a first, he has an encounter with the mummy, and he brings out a cross and he starts chanting. He realizes it doesn't work, so he brings out a fucking star of David and starts <laughs> chanting. He doesn't realize that works, so he brings out the um, Egyptian uh, Brandon Fraser. It wasn't Brandon Fraser. Oh, it was, it was the older, diff- older mummy. No, it was Brandon Fraser's mo- that oh, okay. movie. But it was oh the, his friend with the yes. black hair, the guy with the hilarious the, yep. the whole thing. Yeah. Yep, I, I just always had a. I was always drawn towards like the religious symbols. I always thought they were kind of religious iconology is really interesting. And really yeah, cool. I, I, I do it. like even when I watch religious, I do believe there was power behind it because yeah. there's so I, much I belief in it. I don't like normal like crosses. They seem a bit. This is a dumb reasoning. They seem a bit boring. I like Leviathan crosses. I like the joke where like um, you think Jesus is going to be happy when he comes back and sees everybody wearing the thing that killed him. <laughs> It's true. You seen the mobile crucifixion units that drive around now? I beg your pardon. The mobile crucifixion crucifixion units we had that drive around all the time. No. You know, saw the tow trucks with a big cross on the back. Oh, I saw your yes, 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 yes. <laughs> You're talking about the wreckers. I gotcha. They, they just pull up. It's like a big cross. The two wheels go up. They drive away with your car. Yes. I would always call them mobile crucifixion units. <laughs> Someone, my friend, was like, he said something about Jesus coming back. So I'm like, we're ready for him. I showed him a picture of the truck. <laughs> Which is like kind of ironic because that like that was recently, and I'm like more religious now than I ever was. I'm agnostic. I'm actually an ordained. Yes, you priest. are. That's right, you are. I actually am an ordained. Uh, I remember non-denominational that. priest. Not that it wouldn't be a priest then. It'd be something. I have a certificate. A reverend. Yes, which was where I had yeah. Reverend Halo. That's why I knew you were one. We talked about that before. Um, so they're out shopping, getting new clothes. He, he was levitating. levitating. Was but then he basically challenged, challenged it, which is never good. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Dude, he's ready for fucking hands. Yeah, but you never challenge a spirit. No, I've always heard you never challenge one, you never let one in. Yes, you never make out with one. Damn, Wait. I fucked up then. You told the cemetery. 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 
gotta be careful with them. My mom asked me about that again. Again, really? Oh, because I brought it up again, didn't I? Yes. Yeah, I did. Yes, you did. I mean, it like, uh, sounds so much worse uh, than it was. Fuck. Did you ever tell her about like, um, the positive pregnancy test? No. Oh. I never covered that. Um. What was her name? She had a weird name. She did. It's called. Didn't she go by like Star? Was that was Star? a nickname. Or was it? It was a nickname because of or Luna. It was something like that. It was some weird, almost like a hippie name, but she wasn't a hippie. Did you know I know a person named uh, Sunshine? Like her real, legitimate, birth-given name. Oh, I had it as a nickname. Was Sunshine? I had it as a nickname growing up. Yeah. Because I never smiled. Oh, I can't wait to get questions about that positive test now. <laughs> I, I'd be more concerned about the baby mama showing up wanting her money. Hey, man, we made an out-of-court contract she has to you gave her three rocks they were pretty rocks all right she asked for something they were small white and they fit in a pipe they were pretty rocks she liked them enough to leave me alone okay yeah but she sold you the baby for the crack what'd you do with the baby you never told me what happened to the baby I, that's a discussion for another time oh, okay we yeah will... for you and mama watson fuck i can't wait to hear about this one can we edit this one out no way. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> if you enjoy our podcast and wish to get in contact with us or follow our social media accounts, our email is arcanumobscuracast at gmail.com. Our Twitter account is at arcanumobscura. Our Instagram account is arcanumobscurapodcast. If you enjoy our podcast, feel free to like it follow it review it whatever you are yeah you please can reviews if you like it because it will really help us mm -hmm. it will help us reach more people and it will help us and if we reach more people we'll be able to do better because then we'll have a better, better understanding yeah, and better equipment people. we can probably get more equipment yes that would be nice uh although i do think it, I think it sounds pretty good now i'm gonna take your word for it i say this every time i never listen to it i don't listen to it i hate listening to my voice I hate yeah. it. You if gotta you listen can... once though to hear what it sounds like. How much is cleaned up now. Uh, I'm just gonna make you. I'll have to listen eventually. Um, if you can make a version of the podcast where it's just you and not me, I would be completely fine <laughs> with that. I just hate listening to myself. Which is something I guess I would have to get over. I always hated my voice too because I always sound like a kid. I know I sound like a kid. And people told me I don't actually sound like a kid anymore on the phone. So anymore i will take their word for it um, i sound like a man <laughs> now i sound like a transgender or something yikes um but if you do enjoy it please again like follow review whatever you can on whatever kind of uh service you're listening through yep and if you want contact us for anything yes he'll send you nudes ah, we've had issues in the past probably won't be doing that anymore because I can't zoom in that much. It pixelates. Get a better camera. I told it's you It's like 15 megapixel and it can't pick up your penis. What do you want me to do? <laughs> you want me to get one of those like Hubble <laughs> telescopes down here? I have a telescope. I don't think that's powerful enough. It's a, it's huge. Nuns for deep sky object. It, it can amplify a lot. That's what that means. <laughs> Just to give you a heads up. Um, Yo, can it show a molecule? 
No, it's there you a go. telescope, it's not, big not a microscope. It's not strong enough. Um, <laughs> feel free to share this podcast with your friends, family, um, despised enemies. Yeah, anybody. I don't care. Dearly detested. Priest. Parents. Uh, children. I said friends and family. Children under 12. Yeah, you can show it to them. They won't understand. I hope they don't understand. Well, I mean, you'd have to let them listen to it. If you show them the picture, it's not going to be helpful. Of the podcast? You said show it. Podcast is show always... it to them doesn't always mean visually. <laughs> but podcasts always say, like, talk about it like it's a show. It is a show. No, I mean, not... Uh... It's not a TV show. So they always say thank you for watching us. That is true. They do say... I, I've always heard watching and listening. But thank you for listening to our podcast. Yep, and uh, if you enjoyed this one, it's going to be multi-part, so uh, There is definitely more to the story. Part two, three, four, I don't even know how long it's going to go. Dude, it's going to be, we should figure that shit out, and next episode we'll say exactly how many parts it is. No, we'll just get done. We'll just, just, just do it? Yeah. Yeah, fuck it up, Buttercup, we'll just do it. Okay, so yeah, as always, <laughs> you know, stay tuned, same bat time, same bat channel. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you.